Hi, friends. Welcome back to the Called to Lead podcast. So if you are tuning in for the first time, we are right in the middle of a series where I've been sharing my four different strategies when it comes to building your network marketing business with or without social media. And so in today's episode, I'm really excited to dive into the second of the four I's. So just to refresh you, the first I is the ignore method, which is not using social media at all, which is what I've been exemplifying over the last year. And what I would say is right for about 1% of people trying to grow their network marketing business. So go check out those episodes if you haven't already, and you can hear my story and my experience. But this week, in the next couple of weeks and couple episodes, we're going to be moving into the second I, which is the influencer strategy. So once again, my feeling, and this might be an unpopular opinion, is this is only for about another 1%, maybe 5% of network marketers. However, I think that it is definitely something that people feel like is the only way, and it's where most of the coaching is being taught right now on growing a massive following on social media in order to grow your network marketing business. And so if you've been listening to this podcast for over a year, you know that my heart is to serve those who want to do it in a different way. However, for the 1% to 5% of you who want to do it in the right way, you guys are in for a treat because today I'm going to be interviewing someone who is very special in the fact that she's a dear friend. She is one of my top leaders on my team within Saint. But she is exemplifying what it looks like to take on this influencer strategy very well, and I would not tell her to do it otherwise. And so Kate and I are going to talk about lots of goodies in this week, and then sneak peek, we're already talking about doing a part two to this because we got off the recording and kept on talking about some things that we feel like need to be shared. So buckle up. There's going to be multiple facets to this because I think this influencer kind of uh, strategy is definitely something that needs to be talked about in depth if you're choosing for this to be your strategy or if you want the freedom to maybe say that's not for you, the way that you can know from the heart of someone who is choosing to do it, how to do it the right way. So get excited for the interview with Kate today. Are you dreaming of making a long-term income and impact beyond your own efforts, but feel like you're struggling to replicate your results? I'm Heather, a former burned-out boutique owner turned top network marketing leader, and I've learned the hard way that you don't have to do all the things all on your own. Now, my passion is helping social sellers scale their business by choosing faith over fear and using simple, duplicatable systems without having to sell your soul to social media. I'm so excited to share with you simple tips, tricks, and tools to help you take your business to the next level. In each episode, I'll share faith-focused wisdom, proven systems that your team can duplicate, and inspiring stories from other leaders who have been right where you are today. Are you ready to grow your team, find joy and fulfillment, and feel free? Break out your favorite pen and notebook, and let's dive in. Hi, friends. I am so excited for y'all to meet someone who is very dear and very special to me because she is not only one of my top leaders within my Saint team, but she's also one of my closest friends. And you guys are going to be really inspired by hearing all about the story of Kate Twig. She is one of the top 12 artists in our entire company, which is really amazing. But the coolest part is when she very first started, she did it by growing from zero with a private group, not even putting herself out there. But then she figured out along the way the strategies that suited her passions and her interests 
but then also she focused on implementing duplicatable systems for her team. So you guys are going to love hearing Kate's story and getting to know her a little bit better. And I think that this will be inspiring regardless of if you're trying to build on social media or trying to look for alternatives. Kate's got some tips for you. So Kate, thank you for being here. Yay, I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me. Yay. So I know a lot of people listening will probably be like, oh my gosh, I love Kate, total fangirl. But for those who have not met you yet virtually or in person, share us a little bit about your backstory, where you're from, just your family, all of those things. Yeah. So I am from Maryland, live on the East Coast, and I have two little boys. They are actually one's birthday is today. So they just turned 10 and the other one just turned seven today. I'm here with my husband. I have a little dog named Maverick. And we are just a fun, we love to be outdoors, on the water. We're a sports family. So we're always busy, always traveling, doing lots of things. We just got back from Aruba. And that's what my dream was for joining Saint, was to give more opportunities to my family, for my kids, to be able to travel, to be able to have those experiences. So seeing that coming true now is just really amazing. Oh my gosh, it's been really fun to watch your journey grow. And you're actually not directly enrolled to me. So I got to meet you early on, but it's been really cool to get to know you and your family and be able to come up there and visit you guys in Maryland. And happy birthday to Hudson too. So thanks for taking the time to, <laughs> to be on the course. Of course. Well, one of my favorite things about your story is the fact that when you started, first of all, you ordered the makeup and then decided right away that you wanted to do the business side, right? But yes. you didn't necessarily have these like huge ambitions of reaching, say, the top 12 in the company or creating this life changing income. You already had a great job, still do, that was bringing in, you know, things for your family, giving you a little bit of freedom and definitely exemplifying the things that you love. So talk to me about your initial goals with the business and kind of what you wanted and maybe how they shifted over time. Yeah, for sure. I, so I, tried the makeup and really liked it, thought it was just so cool. I had followed Kara on Instagram, so I had seen the makeup prior, but I never really knew what to do or like what colors to choose. And I knew I would get this palette and be like, so when I saw my friend post about it, I was like, okay, yes, I want to check this out. I went, it looked amazing. I just loved the simplicity of it, how compact it was. And I just knew that other women were going to really like this too. I think that was the biggest thing. I knew it wasn't just going to be me, that this could really help so many other women because I've always loved makeup, but I've never really known really what to do or how to make it look better or I don't know. I didn't really know too much. And so this was just such a cool system. And so I bought a ton of makeup. I got home and I remember I literally left getting my makeover and called my best friend and I was like, this makeup is so cool. And I told her all about it. And she was really excited about it. And then as I'm driving, I think maybe like a day later, I was I reached out back out to my Katie and I was like, have a party. This is fun. Like I already told one friend about it. And then so she was like, okay. And she had just pretty much signed up. And so then I was like, this is so much fun. And I did the little Facebook event. And so many people were interested when they saw just like a picture of it. And then I was like, maybe we should sell this back. And just have a little something on the side and a way for me to connect with other women and just thought it would be really fun. So then I asked her about that and she was so new. She was like, I don't even see if that's possible. Like she didn't even know at the time. So I remember I think she reached out to you and Tammy and was like, is that what should happen? Should she become an artist? And so it all just started like pretty quickly within a couple of days. And 
then at first, yeah, I was like, more just wanted an outlet. I wanted something for me that was fun, a way to connect with other women. It wasn't about the money. And then I thought, I remember saying to my one friend who was interested, she's like, what are you doing? Maybe I want to do it. And I was like, I don't really know. I was like, but I think you can make a couple hundred bucks a month. That would be amazing. Like that, I remember thinking like two, $300 a month would be so cool. And so that happened. And then I slowly started, or not slowly, I quickly saw what was possible. And through you and through Sarah and some other great leaders at our company. And I was like, okay, wow, this is something like this is going somewhere. This is going to be amazing. This is going to be big. Women are going to love it. And so once I quickly saw that, I was like in it to win it. You know what I mean? Like I was like, this is it. Like I want to do this. I was having so much fun just in the connection and the time I was spending with women that I was like, why not? I can't believe I can get paid to do this. So yeah, quickly just went with it. And like you said, I created a Facebook group and just started going live in there. I did have a full-time job. I worked in sales. So that was one of the things I was really nervous about. I didn't want someone saying, you have to sell this amount. And I had actually been asked to join other companies. And at the time, Beauty Counter was one of them. And I remember the girl saying, you have to sell $400 a month. And I was like, no, it's too much pressure. And so I never did it because I just thought that would be, I didn't want someone else telling me I had to do something. And I loved Saints comp plan. You do it at your own speed, all of that. And so it was just so appealing to me. Yeah, I had this other job, but because I had the other job, I was very open with my boss saying, you're going to see maybe me sharing a little bit about this because we're Facebook friends. I'm Facebook friends with my boss. And so he was like, okay, just make sure it's, can you just not do it during work hours? What you do outside of work hours is up to you. And he was actually very supportive and very nice. And so I, I, I stuck to that and I didn't want to do anything within a nine to five schedule. And so I had that beauty group and I would just do things at night. So I had little kids, they were four and one at the time. And I, the biggest change I made in my lifestyle was I just stopped watching TV. And I know that sounds crazy, but how many of us just lay in bed after we put our kids in bed and just watch a show? I stopped that. Instead of watching TV, I started where I worked. I did, I would oh, worked, you know what I mean? Like I would show the makeup, I would do tutorials. I, and I had no idea what I was doing. I look back now and I'm like, I can't believe someone bought makeup from me. It looks horrible. But that's what's cool about this journey is that customers, your followers go along with you. And so they learn as you learn and they enjoy it and become an expert like you the more that they do it. It was just a really fun kind of experience. And yeah, I started with the Facebook group. And because I could only do it at night and I did do weekends, I did parties, like in-person classes for people. But I was finding that a lot of my free time was gone. On the weekends, I was doing that. At night, I was doing that. And so I knew I was doing it for a purpose to build more freedom in the future. But I also started to realize the videos I was doing were reaching so many more people. My efforts were expanding. I could do an in-person makeover and reach one person. I could do a video and reach maybe 20 or 30 people at the time. And that seemed like a really cool thing to me. Like how cool that you can just do one thing and reach your reaches so much further. Yeah, I started dabbling in Instagram. That was a form I thought was really cool. And I didn't know what I was doing. I did all the wrong things. I made all the wrong mistakes. I think I was 
mascara by Kate, I think, at one point was my handle. And then I think it changed to I came, I saw, I contoured. Right. Yeah. Which was my handle and my Facebook group, which are now, but that's gone. And then someone told me, brand yourself. Don't have this other name. And so that's what I did. Then I switched it to just Kate Twig my name and just went with it. And I learned along the way and I made a ton of mistakes and I built slowly. I was never someone that just took off from one video. There's a story that doesn't happen often, but there's stories of people doing that where all of a sudden they go viral and they gain about 100,000 followers or whatever it is. I never really did that. I've been slow and steady. So I've grown my Instagram from literally zero. Like you said, I had no followers, no one in my Facebook group. And now I have over 100,000 followers on Instagram, which is pretty amazing. And it has been a huge accomplishment and something has been really fun to do along the way. Frustrating for sure at times. I think one of the things about social media is that you can't control it. So all you can do is control what you can do. And so I never get into that whole, I hear a lot about, oh, the algorithm or I'm shadow banned or... I don't even know what that means. And I'm like, why are you spending so much time on that? Focus on what you can control. Focus on creating content that is valuable, that people find, that people are going to be, find helpful and find valuable. And that's all you can do. And then the rest is up to the Instagram gods. You know what I mean? So you just got to do what you can do. And so that's what I do. I post content when I need to. And I did. I was much more consistent in the beginning and growing. And then as I needed to step back, I've been able to do that because I do. I've built a great following. I've built a loyal customer base. And I've been able to in the last and and stop me if I'm going too far. No, it's perfect. As things have come up in my life where I've needed to take a step back, I've been able to do that because I don't have to produce content every single day that it's fun, but sometimes you do need a break. And so it's been really nice to be able to take those breaks when needed. And I've had some health issues over the last year and a half, and I've not been able to show up like I've wanted to or could or be able to. So it really has been a blessing. I can just do less work and still reach a good amount of people to provide a great, just still have great personal sales and to be able to still use my time that I need to in the business more toward helping my team and stuff like that during this harder time. Oh my gosh, what a beautiful, you could tell like you're so gifted at storytelling and being able to craft all of that into such a beautiful summary of what your journey over the last, not even six years, five five plus years has looked like. And I think the coolest part to me is you started your business exactly how anybody else would start their business within a any network marketing company, not with just saying you, you, we've all been beat over the head by what's possible in these companies. Like you joined not for some, not to even be where you are now, the top of the company, one of the top sellers, this high income, you, which of course we'll link the income disclosure statement, because anytime we talk about these things, it is important to note that it is not without a lot of hard work and effort. And what Kate has done here as an artist eight, who's like the artist nine and honestly, even right to be top of the company. When you guys see that income disclosure, you'll see what a blessing it's been. But the coolest part is that wasn't exactly where you started with that goal in mind. But then once your eyes were opened mm-hmm. and one of the coolest things of watching you do it is you didn't necessarily set these goals along the way. Like it's whereas like some people like me love to break down their goals. You just knew that you were going to the top. And you were like, what's working for other people? What are some things that I can implement 
And then that's the best part is you implement immediately without, like we talk a lot about choosing faith over fear. And I think that you exemplify that so beautifully that as scary as it is to put yourself out there, to have that conversation with your boss or to start a new Instagram, which I know you and I both recommend not doing again, but even as scary as those things are and were, you did them anyway and you committed to them, not like hoping for some results, but committed. And actually there is, I just read in Proverbs this morning, it's Proverbs is one of my favorite books in the Bible. And it talks about the plans of the diligent are rewarded. And I think that you exemplified that really beautifully in the fact that like you learned the thing that worked for someone, you implemented it immediately, even if you, I don't want to say wrong, you've changed the way you've done it since then. And it's worked. And for that reason, anybody who's listening, I can promise you, you can do what Kate has done. It might be in a different way, but you can absolutely take that implementation and run with it. So I'd love to kind of talk more about like you. So obviously the last few years, you focus more on Instagram, but you started by focusing on different paths. You talked about doing in-person a little bit, maybe realize that that didn't bring you as much joy or like you said, the fruits of your effort. You've done things like online parties. You've gone the Facebook group route, which are still very consistent in that. But maybe talk about the different journeys of, and the, the evolution, I should say, of how you decided to go all in on growing on Instagram as your main focus now. Yeah. So I, yes, I started with a Facebook group because I was told to. And I think that is a really important part of this business is that success leaves clues. And so you listen to the people that are at the top that have done a good job like Heather. And so I listened to Heather. I watched Heather and my other leaders that were out there. And yeah, I started a Facebook group. I would go live in that group. I would post in it. And it was, you might hear my little duck. Hey, Heather, come here. So I... Yeah. So I grew in that Facebook group. And then that was my business for a really long time. And then Instagram was always interesting. Instagram was always really interesting to me. And so I was dabbling in it while I was doing Facebook. So not a lot. I would just, whenever I was, if I was posting a before and after showing off the makeup in my Facebook group, I was like, okay, I'll stick it over there. And it would get two likes. It wouldn't, it was nothing ever so crazy, but I was just like, if I'm already creating this content, let me just start dabbling in Instagram. It wasn't something I wasn't doing crazy amounts of stories, or I don't even know if you could go live and you couldn't even do video content. I think when I started, it's so evolved over the years. So my Facebook group was like my bread and butter. And then I, yes, did classes because I wanted to learn the makeup more. I wanted to learn about the colors because you can't learn the makeup just by doing everything virtually. So I would do classes. I would do, I would just have someone come to my house for a one-on-one makeover. And as I, as I went along in my journey, I, like I said, realized that some of these videos that I was doing were reaching so much further. My efforts were going so much, so much further. And so I started doing like a weekly live in my Facebook group or just maybe even daily sometimes. Like I would just pop on or on a Saturday morning, I would just do a get ready with me. And then I just started, I was watching Saint is a lot, is on Instagram. That's where corporate posts a lot and everything. So I was watching them and watching other artists on there. And I just slowly started to get some traction. I was interested in Instagram. So I learned about it. I didn't just post and hope for the best. I learned that hashtags can help you. So I started using those. And then I learned about IGTV. Remember that? 
Yeah. Which was like where you could post a video. And so I learned about how to do that. I never expected, because we all do the business differently. I never expected an upline to be like, this is how you do social media. I figured it out myself. I would watch YouTube videos. I would read about it. I never waited for someone to tell me to do something. I just learned it. And so then reels came along and then it was like, oh, you should do these. Who even, weren't they 30 seconds at first? Like a 30 second reel or post some before and afters. But I did, I think I did start to grow with my before and afters because I have pretty dark. And so the before and after can be quite drastic sometimes. And I remember at our first reunion, some artists were like, oh, that's the before and after girl. Because because that's, I would post so many before and afters. Like every day it was like, I'm putting my makeup on anyway. Why not? take a picture before and after. And so it was funny. A lot of people in the company learned who I was just because of that. And yeah. And then I just started to get maybe, I think it took no joke. I think it took a year to a year and a half before I got a sale off Instagram, but I was posting on Instagram that whole time. I didn't give up. And so once I got a sale and then started to grow a little bit more that way, and I kind of did both. And then I just really enjoyed Instagram. I think it's fun. I love, I have a photographer, a background in photography. I used to have a photography business. That was like my side hustle before I started Saints. I like to stay busy. And I loved that Instagram was all about pictures and very visual. And so I just really liked that. And I just started gaining more traction over there. And then the rest is history. I still do. I have my Facebook group. I don't, I would say maybe it's like, 10% of sales come from that. That's more about more of a place for my customers to see more things and see things that you can't always put on Instagram. Instagram's hard with linking things sometimes, but I do majority of my new customers are coming from Instagram for sure. Yeah. I love that. And what makes you choose Instagram over, say, trying to also take over TikTok or doing the same thing with Facebook Reels? And I'm sure, like you said, you might dabble a little bit, but has staying focused on Instagram, do you think that's made a big difference for you? Yeah, for sure. I It's hard enough to be consistent in one area than to try to be consistent in all areas, especially at first when it's just, I am blessed now to have an assistant who helps me, who can post content on multiple platforms. So if you're watching, you're like, wait, I think Kate's on TikTok. Technically I am, but I actually physically don't post anything. I don't even, I don't respond. I don't, TikTok is not, there was so much controversy over it with kids and I didn't want my boys on it because they've heard about it and I didn't want it really on my phone because I didn't want them to see it. I don't know why. I just, I've always been anti. I will say though, I have, I did go down a rabbit hole the other day and learning about some health stuff on there and it was actually really cool to have access to different medical doctors and specialties that were talking about stuff. I think everyone just, Instagram is comfortable for me, I feel like it's safe. Don't get too much hate on Instagram. I don't know. I just, I feel like I have a really good following there that's supportive. And so I've really liked that. But yes, in the beginning, I really focused on Facebook. I really mastered that. And until that was bringing in consistent sales, that's when I really was like, okay, let me, let me test out Instagram a little bit more. And those are really the two places I've had the most success. I do repost now to YouTube, to TikTok, to Pinterest, but I've never really taken off and probably because my, I'm not passionate about it and I don't show up live and I don't show up 
in a personal way, it's my fault (laughs) that I'm not probably having the most success there. But that's okay. I think it doesn't have to be all things on all platforms. And I think it's okay for me to be just on Instagram. And yeah, maybe I'm missing out on sales or customers elsewhere. But for me, that's what I enjoy. It's what I have the capacity for right now in my life to just focus on that one. And yeah, and I'm always learning and it's always challenging. It keeps me on my toes. Things are always changing with Instagram. It's challenging in and of itself, just doing the one. But I think, yeah, you have to see based on your personality. I'm not like super kind of people talk about posting virally content. Like I'm not a, I don't know. I think I'm funny sometimes, but I don't like come across that way in my videos. I'm not going to be the one like dancing and being silly. I choose the value portion of providing content. Like really, I like to teach. I like to provide value. I like to fix problems, show people how to fix whatever problems they're having with their makeup, with their skin. So that's really education. It's the route I've taken versus maybe some of these um, gals who have had amazing success and it's incredible to watch that do that have a little bit more of an acting component. That's just not something that I'm really interested in or that would bring me joy. Mine is more kind of the value, the education portion of it. I love it. And I also love how you, because you are so passionate about other things in your life, namely your family (laughs) and things like shopping, and you're always so gracious. I know probably the people who do know you that listen to you and follow you, man, you've shared a lot of it, like my bedspread, my comforter. It's like the best comforter ever. (laughs) Learn about that from Fabulous Kate. I love it. Like, how have you found that integrating things in addition to obviously the product that you represent and the company that you represent, how has that made a difference and maybe even bringing the fulfillment factor for you when it comes to Instagram? Oh yeah, for sure. I love to, I've been pretty consistent with just sharing makeup and that was what they tell you. And again, like things are always changing, create your niche, be the expert in one thing. And so I'm always trying different things, right? So if you go to my page, it's going to look very much makeup right? Like lots of makeup education. But I have been starting to dabble in some other things because I am a huge shopper. I'm a huge consumer, but I love to share and I've started to share finds that I find on Amazon or Target. Like I'm not a huge spender of get items, but I do like to find good deals. And so I've started to share that and that's been really, I've had a really great response from that. And that's really fun. And then, yeah, I'm really super passionate about health and wellness. That can be really tricky on, on, because I'm not a medical professional, but I have started a little bit about my journey. That's something I'm still going back and forth with myself of how much to share or what can I share. Because it is, it's tricky. I think health and wellness stuff can be really tricky to share and giving medical advice for sharing your story. So yeah, I've always, I'm a huge lover of a lot of different supplements. I know a lot about supplements. I know a lot about food, a lot about gut health, a lot about all of that. But I have been very, you know, careful what I share versus what I don't share. But yeah, but it's still fun. It's fun. And people reach out to me. I have in the beginning, I talked a little bit more about it. I have two autoimmune diseases that I've connected with people about actually, which is so incredible. Some of my artists actually have joined because of that community, like being in a community where we learn from each other. But also that was a really big portion of why I joined the company too. I wanted, I really, I didn't join about joined for money. I joined for the friendships, for kind of the distraction to get away from some of the things that were going on in my life. And 
it was a great distraction. And so I would tell other girls that were dealing with some of the same health issues I was, what I was doing. And guess what? They joined and they were able to find that joy, that fun distraction from everything else that was going on in their life. So yeah, it's been fun. And I have been just in the last couple months sharing a little bit more about that stuff. And I really do enjoy it and it does bring me joy. So definitely be ready. I have some outfits I'm going to share soon. So it's been really fun. It's I don't know why it's nerve wracking to me to start sharing a little bit more, but I have been doing it a little bit and I'm going to keep pushing myself to do it more because I do find that I get a great response and that people really appreciate it and that it really does connect other women to you because so many people are dealing with so many of the same things I am. And, and to know you're not alone because, you know, with health stuff, it can be really isolating. If you don't share and you don't talk to other people and that isolation can even make things worse. So to have a place to be able to connect with other women that are going through what you are going through, it's not only going to make you feel better, it's going to help them so much too and make them feel like they're not alone. So that's been really incredible too throughout this kind of journey on social media. I love it. And I think that you are such a beautiful example of how marrying that process of sharing the things that you're passionate about and figuring out what has worked along the way. And even still today, you're like figuring it out and trying different different strategies with it. I think that's awesome. Going this influencer route, meaning like building a business online and sharing all the things that you love can sometimes be a challenge for those who are also looking to build a team and exemplify things like duplication and helping other people do the same. And it's cool to watch because you have cracked that code. And it's I see it in a lot of other people that they may have a lot of personal success, but it doesn't necessarily translate into a deepening team. And so I know, obviously, from working with you, that's implementing systems for yourself that are also things that you can show somebody else how to do has been a big part of that. But how would you elaborate on that? Like, how do you feel like you can serve the girl that joins you in business that doesn't necessarily want to do her business exactly how you do through implementing systems? So I think because I didn't come in as an influencer, I really, truly know what has to happen to get someone there. And I think as you were talking before, I think that's a big portion of why I have such belief in this business, because I lived it. Because I did start from zero. I didn't have a following. I didn't have anything. I didn't have makeup experience. I had nothing to start. And so to know that's possible, I think gives me such belief. I know anyone else can do it. It's just a matter of if they're willing to do the work because it does. It takes a lot of hard work. It takes a lot of advice in the beginning, like a sacrifice of TV shows, little things like that. I never really sacrifice big things with my family, but there's other ways that you can make sacrifices and just put in the effort. It just takes a lot of effort. And so, yeah, so I think I was lucky enough to have amazing mentorship of systems and of being a good leader and what does it look like to be a leader? What's how to show up as a leader? And so I really, from you, emulated a lot of what you did and a lot of the systems that you had created. And then I know us and a few other leaders, we worked together for about a year building some systems and creating systems so that we would have so that duplication would be possible. And I think, yeah, there's no right way to do this business. So I always say, yes, a lot of my girls that join me are on Instagram. And so they want to do the business that way. But that is not the way that most people do the business. Most people are doing classes. Most people are doing in-person. And luckily, I've done all those things. I did, and I don't think I mentioned it. I did do a lot of online classes. I did do in-person classes. I did everything. 
And that's how I built my business. And then I was able to build freedom through building online. So yeah, so to know what it takes to be successful in those areas and how to do it was really helpful in creating those systems, creating that duplication that will help not only me, but help my leaders and help their girls and so on. And yeah, it's been such a blessing to be able to have those systems in place and to be there for my team and to be able to do my personal business. It's, I have to keep reminding myself, like creating content is so fun to be able to help women. And then it's like that, honestly, the personal business is honestly not what I enjoy most. Like the team side is what I enjoy most. And I think that is a big portion of it. You, if you don't find joy in it, you're not gonna wanna do it. And so for me, connecting with other women and showing up on weekly calls with them or whatever it is that is needed, that's what really keeps me going in this business. It's not if I get good views on my video. You know what I mean? That really isn't sure that's a bonus to my personal business. But I always knew that if I wanted to, if I wanted real freedom in this business, it was going to come from having a team and from helping girls succeed and helping girls find the success that I've had. So while my personal business is always a priority, the team side, I would say, is honestly a bigger priority. And I spend a lot of time on the team side because I do. I want girls to be able to feel the success and the freedom that I've had and have that same, just have that same success. And so, yeah, creating those systems, doing everything has really given not only me, but my team a way to feel confident that this business works and how can we teach other girls to do what we're doing. And we've created systems that are not like a one system. So it's not like you have to do it this way. There's multiple ways to do this business. And I think talking to someone and finding out in the beginning, like what they want and what they enjoy, maybe someone doesn't enjoy social media. You don't have to do social media at all. So if you enjoy doing in person, then let's talk about how we can scale that and how you can grow that way. And so really just finding out from that person, from that artist that just signed up where or how they want to do the business. And guess what? That may change like it did for me. It changed along the way and that's going to happen. But really having open communication on that and what their goals are. Hypothetically, I'm a horrible goals person, as Heather said. Like I never <laughs> really talk about goals because I feel like you can't control them. And I always, I'm like someone who just likes to control what they can control. So I can control my actions. So I always would, rather than having a goal list, I would have an action list of, okay, I'm going to do this and that and hope for the best. Because guess what? I have no control over if someone is going to purchase from that video or not. So I'm just going to control the actions that I take in my business. And luckily that has been successful for me. So that's oh what I do. Yeah. I love, and I'm so glad you talked about the control thing because for control freaks like me, I would definitely say that's one of the biggest areas of where I struggle. And I think you're exactly right that the freedom comes from the actions and implementing the systems and the things that you're learning along the way, getting really curious about what's working. And the fulfillment comes from achieving the goals like without even like necessarily having set them because you just committed to the process, like marrying the process and divorce and the right. result, <laughs> which I love Absolutely. so much because I think you're exactly right. As goal setters, I think it is. It's a lot of it. It's about like controlling the end result. And in the wise words of Olaf, <laughs> Right. Oh, yes. This is what does he say? This is called controlling. What does he but say? Oh, God, that was like the best. That was like the best mom. Like every parent was like, yep. you know, when he said that, that was so funny. I have it recorded. I remember being in the theater or watching it on TV and rewinding and being like, oh, my God, that's hysterical. 
But yeah, I know I have a friend that took, I need to get her to send me the notes and maybe I can drop it in the show notes, but she literally took notes watching it and she's, wow, there's so much wisdom from the movie. From Olaf. Yeah. But it's, yeah, that's exactly right. And anybody, that is the definition, I think, of what has been so inspiring to me is at the end of the month, like it's so common for people to just, again, try to control it, manhandle it, which almost always results in you going backwards. Whereas you're like, I've done all the things that I can do myself and I've poured into my team. I've committed to this and I've done the thing. So whatever happens is what happens. And and that is something that in watching you and letting you, I might be technically one of your uplines, but like you are a mentor to me in that way that I realized as I've talked about on this podcast quite a few times, that was a huge part of my growth journey was letting go that need for control and looking at something like the bubble charts or the structure and just doing, okay, if you've done the things that you know you need to do to move the business forward in the areas of customer acquisition. So posting right. content, customer support, like you said, using your Facebook group or tech tools and stuff that I know we both love. Artist acquisition, you're sharing about the, the opportunity as much as you are sharing about the product itself. Yep. And then artist support, which you know is something that I know you and I are both most passionate about. And when you commit to those things, I remember doing the Habit Finder coaching group with you. And I remember them saying, if you've done... Even just one thing in each of one of those areas every day, you could let go your head on the pillow at night and know that like you've done all that you can do. And yeah. the results, they may or may not come. They will come eventually if you keep that up and knowing that it is yeah. long. So yeah. I'm so grateful for you in exemplifying that because it's been really a huge impact on my business too. So thank you for that. I had to learn it too. I definitely I controlled in the beginning and then once you like release, it's so much better. And I find so much more fulfillment in the daily actions than I do in any result I'm ever going to get. We have, we get these, oh, you ranked. And then it's like the next day you're like, like back to like, back to life. When I think so finding the fulfillment in what you do, that's what every day, if I just do a little bit for my business each day, I feel really fulfilled. I feel satisfied. I feel like I had a productive day, just something, a little something each day for my business. And yeah, it's just been incredible. And yeah, finding that fulfillment in the daily things rather than the results, I think is huge. Oh my gosh. So good, Kate. I cannot even handle all the gold that you have brought in this conversation. And I thank you so much for taking the time on Hudson's birthday to come hang out with us on this podcast. Is there any kind of parting wisdom or advice you would leave before we hop off? Oh my goodness. I think I just want people to know that it is possible for them. It's not easy. It takes a lot of hard work. I remember hearing in the beginning someone saying a direct sales company is a personal development plan with a or personal development business with a comp plan. And I was always like, what? And then I really started to understand it. And I think someone once said to me, every business problem is a personal problem. And I do think that is really true. And when you are at a roadblock or you feel stuck, you are stuck in your personal development. You really got to figure out where you are, where you want to go. And again, don't think it's a marathon, not a sprint. So don't come in thinking you're going to have results right away. It takes a lot. You, I think, Heather, you've always shared that popcorn analogy. And I don't really remember. What, it's on my team thing because I love it. But it's something like popcorn. It's everyone pops at different times. And it's true. Stay in your lane. Keep your head down. Don't compare yourself. Comparison is the thief of people say of joy. But I always say it's a thief of everything. Don't, don't compare yourself. Don't look. Everyone is different. What they 
offer is different and just be you just have fun with it and when you do that and you relax and you're not doing it to earn money you're not doing it for whatever goal you have but you're doing it to do it and you're doing it to be helpful and valuable I think that's when a lot of shifts are made so that would be my biggest thing is just keep your head down work hard it takes a lot of hard work that's another thing people think that they can put in part-time hours and get a full-time income it's just not true. It's just not true. And anyone who tells you that is lying. I mean, just want you to sign up. It's just not true. You get out what you put into it. So if you're putting in five minutes a day, you're not going to get much out of it. And so I think that's really important. And I've just always been a really hard worker. And I love that because I know it works. Hard work goes a long way. And so if you do that, you're going to have a lot of success and just keep going. There's going to be a lot of bumps in the road, but it's worth it. And I think didn't, someone once told me, like, if you're not, if you don't want to, you haven't wanted to quit 10 times, then you're not working hard enough or something like that. I'm really bad at remembering all the quotes, but I get the gist of it. Right. And I'm, and that's happened. And it is, it's because you're so passionate about it. It's because you're so into it and you're working so hard that you have all those emotions, but guess what? It's worth it in the end. It's worth all the bumps. It's worth all the hardship, the time spent. And when you get to that point, and I'm not even done, like I still have a lot of growth still to do, but it really is just amazing the journey along the way to get to whatever point. Because once you get there, you're there. So it's all about the journey and having fun and helping people out and just, yeah, just enjoying it along the way. I love it. I love it. It's so much fun to get to do this with you all the time. And it's so much fun for other people to get that little glimpse of your story. So where can they find you? What's the best place? Obviously Instagram and it's um, just at, at Kate Twig, just my name, Kate T-W-I-G-G. And then all, there is linked to everything else. So there's a link to my Facebook group, but I do the majority of showing up and being there and sharing all on Instagram. Awesome. I'll make yeah. sure to link that in the show notes as well. So if anybody wants to get in touch with you about anything, they can because I could listen to you. I feel like there's so many other questions, but I want to keep this short for you and for all our listeners. So maybe we'll need a part part two to come on the road. Thank you so much, Kate. You are Thank you. You have been amazing to me. And you are that mentor that I've just done what you've told me to do. And I followed in your footsteps and just shadowed whatever you've done because I saw you having so much success. Thrilled to me. <laughs> I love you. I knew the minute that I met you and got to know you that you would even far surpass what I've done. And as a stats girl who can see all the things in my back office, there's no one like this Kate Twig that does all the things awesome. so beautifully. So you are amazing friend and so inspiring Thank to us. Well. Yes. yes, I feel very lucky. Very, I, very lucky to have the mentorship and the team that we have. It's pretty incredible because not all teams are the same. And we are very lucky to have the support system and the ladies that we do. It's made all the difference in my journey. Yes, I love that. And my husband was just saying that yesterday, that's a result of cultivating it intentionally. But you have to, just like you said, you can't wait for somebody to teach you that or tell you that. You have to go over, at, go after that and really cultivate it. And so I feel like that's why we have what we have. It, it is a gift and it is a blessing, but it's also with a lot of intentionality behind it. So I love that you said that. For sure. Yay. Yay. Have a great day and happy birthday to Hudson. Thank you. I'll talk to you later. I'm so grateful for your time with me today. Feel free to check out heatherkburge.com for all the scoop on all the things. 
Also, I've got a huge favor. If you found any value from today's episode, would you mind leaving me a quick review? Or even better, share with a friend by clicking those three little dots at the bottom of your screen. Sending you big hugs.